everybody, and welcome to another episode of Sex, Love, and Injectables. I'm your host, and um, this show is similar to my life. It's a shit show. And I think Samantha, my guest tonight, can attest to that because she went on a whole ass trip with me this week. It's a beautiful disaster, right? Like, For sure. It's beautiful. I know what's happening, but from looking from afar, it looks like a whole ass shit show and a half. But... You know, the way that things in 2020 went, I feel like it's okay. Like, everything is still fine. So, on that note, I'd like to introduce my guest for the evening. Her name is Samantha. She's amazing. She's another injector in Fort Worth. Yes, we all don't fight. Like, this isn't high school. We can actually get along. All of the other Fort Worth, Dallas injectors out there, you can actually, like, be friends with other injectors. So, Samantha, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Heather, for having me. My name's Samantha. I've been an injector for about five years now when I first moved to Texas. Are you an AA? Hello, I'm Samantha. And I, sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to relax. (laughs) It's fine. Just (laughs) relax. Take a deep breath with me. Just breathe in real quick. Just breathe in. Hold it for a second and then breathe out. Okay. So tell me about yourself, girl. Well, do you really want no to know pressure. about me? I do. Um, I want to know everything. There's a lot of things. But anyways, um, I'm originally from Pennsylvania and I'm sorry, go yeah. ahead. I didn't know. We have mean a long interrupt. joke about yeah. the Eagles. She, you know, Dallas yeah. Eagles, know, whatever. But that's fine. Yeah. Anyways, so I moved down here, travel nurse, all the fun thing, nursing related, but found myself in the aesthetic field. Mm-hmm. So been doing this about mm, five years now. Love that it. Ass. Met you and now we're besties. Yeah. Yeah. We and are. I wish the whole industry could be like this. So me too. I think you undersold yourself a little bit. So Samantha is a badass injector. She's been injecting for about as long as I have five years or so. She, in my opinion, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're very natural beauty driven like I am. And you want your clients to feel confident. You're not just trying to confined to whatever we learned in our little two-day training program we don't overfill faces we're all about like beauties defined from within and all that like natural beauty stuff so I think that yeah you undersold yourself a little bit you're badass so I appreciate you coming on the show so the reason why I invited Sam on the show is because number one I could talk to you guys by myself but I feel like it's a little bit more I don't know, engaging to have another perspective when we're talking about injectables, because it's kind of like art. You there's no wrong. I don't know. The the 10,000 ways to skin a cat thing kind of freaks me out. I don't really even understand where that saying came from. That's kind of weird. So if anybody can tell me where that comes from, let me know. But um, but yeah, we're going to use it. We're going to use it. So there's 10,000 ways to skin a cat. And I think that that's the same in injectables. There's really, there are wrong ways, but there's a whole lot of right ways to do injectables. So it's good to have another perspective on here because even though we're very similar in our approach, we still execute things differently. So that is, it's going to be, this is going to be a good show, you guys. First of all, we're talking about Botox, which is (laughs) my favorite drug ever. And the easiest to start with. It's the easiest to start with. It's the gateway drug. It's, it's what I, what I like to get people started on because once you start Botox, you can't stop it. I mean, you can, but you're not going to want to, and then you're going to want to do other things 
I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a trust building relationship and Botox is just an easy way to get your foot wet in aesthetics in the most respectful way possible. So this show is going to be all about Botox. So we're going to start it off by, I just want to learn what your experience with Botox was personally when you started Botox, how you feel about it, how you incorporate it into your patient's treatment plan, like just all the things. So all of that ADD nonsense to start with, how did, how did you get started in using Botox personally? Personally. Yes. So my first personal aesthetic treatment was my lips because by all means, I have the smallest lips known to mankind. This so is a true story. They've come a long way, though. I'm like, where have I been my entire life? <laughs> Thank God for fillers. But preach. Then I got certified, started learning all the great things. And then that was another thing. Why haven't I started Botox sooner? Right. Um, so growing up, I did all the wrong things. Um, tanning and tanning beds, trying to get super tan. I'm pale naturally. So I have done a lot of damage to my skin. Now, by all means, Botox does not fix your skin damage, but it helps smooth out those wrinkles that I have gotten from all the sun damage. Yeah, preach. So that was my first starting point. And how again, old were you when you started? I was 26. Okay. So, so you started earlier than I did. But honestly, I look back at pictures when I was 18 cheerleading or sun damage and you can see those like tiny little static lines. Right. So, well, and you can't see Sam, but Sam is a very like fair skinned blonde freckles, and we all yeah. like put olive oil on our skin to tan more because we're dumb asses. I was the one with that stupid little playboy bunny thing on my hip when Girl, I went to the tanning bed. Like, come on now. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I did that too. So, but, uh, but yeah, so you started at 26. That's still really good. And I, I mean, have you kept up with it? Like you should oh, yeah. have since then, or did you space it out? Well, um, I got it done. And then the first aesthetic job that I got was, you know, um, no shade on her at all, but she was all like natural driven, you know, Mm -hmm. Beauty esthetician had great, amazing results, but she didn't believe in Botox just because it Ew. wasn't natural. Gross. Brought me in for, you know, dermal fillers because, again, your body naturally has hyaluronic acid, all that kind of stuff. But talking with the clients that I was treating there, they all do Botox. Yeah. So oh, then I, I went and got my cert or no, I already had my certification at that point. Then I, you know, did a treatment and loved it. And she totally called me out on it. You know, but she's like, your skin fine. looks great. Um, did you do a Botox? I'm like, did you yeah. put the poison in your face? Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> and I'm like, look how good I look. But, you know, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, if it I'm was a little die, bit of a quick fix. Yeah, so. but if I'm going to die, I'm at least going to die pretty. Yeah, right? prettiest one in the cemetery. So. Exactly. Like that bitch, <laughs> that mortician bitch ain't going to have to do shit to my face. Well, actually, I nominate my gay best friend to do my makeup if I... When I, I, if I, if I die, when I die, my gay best friend's going to do my makeup because like his shit is legit. But, um, but yeah, no, I love having that conversation with women that think Botox is poisonous. My first question to anybody that, that comes in to challenge me on that is because this happened recently and I think I talked about it on the last show, but I had somebody come in that was like, I'm here for a hydrofacial because I want to fix my crow's feet wrinkles. And I was like, well, 
maybe like for the first 24 hours it might be glowy and offset those wrinkles right but 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 this was gonna be there in her 40s like those hoes are set in and so the only way that you can correct or treat that is with a will be friendly neuromodulator which is just a really fancy science word for botox or disport and so you know i love that challenge because my first question just to rebuttal that is do you eat food Yes. Do have do you eat fast food? Most likely they're gonna be like, no, I don't even take Motrin. But you have done it. But lies did like it kill we, you? First no. of all, have you ever been alive and drinking at four o'clock in the morning? Because we know that you have had Whataburger at least once in your life. That shit's more poisonous than Botox. I'm just gonna put that out there. But anyway, valid, valid point. It is a valid point. <laughs> so the dork in me, because I really do science out in aesthetics. The dork in me wants to talk about chemistry for a second. And I apologize. You probably heard this the last show, but it's it's so important that I'm probably going to repeat myself every episode because, you know, like if you repeat yourself, you're going to it's going to ingrain in your brain and you're going to remember it. So let's talk chemistry for a second. H2O is water and you can drink water. If you add an extra molecule of O, it's hydrogen peroxide. Can you drink hydrogen peroxide? Mm. I mean, you can no, try, but no. it's going to make you vomit. Mm. So like it, like it's used for vomiting. They forced me to give my dog hydrogen peroxide to make him vomit after he ate really? an entire bag of dark chocolate that I had for, you know, various reasons uh, that we don't need to talk about. But, oh, you know, because I eat chocolate when I'm sad. So it was probably one of those occasions. And then he found it. So anyways... I had to give that to him to make him vomit. So the long story short of that is Botox is considered a botulin toxin, but the molecules are manipulated so that they're not active. So at that point, like, yes, you can have too much, but you're never going to have too much in our office. No. And I mean, even if you tried, you, you really couldn't. It It would take a lot. Yeah. And I, that's a challenge that I'm just not going to accept. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, just a little bit about Botox, what I go through in my consultations, because we talked about the last, last episode, I do a four prong approach for consultations to create a treatment plan for clients. Number one is always that Botox, it's the wrinkle release. It's the, it's the only way there's zero substitutions to relax the muscles enough to prevent lines from happening. So just in a nutshell, what I do with my clients, and you can tell me what you do with yours, I will instruct them to do Botox every three to four months. Um, Botox takes seven to 10 days to kick in. Dysport takes two to four days. And if you're doing it to where you're never allowing those muscles to fully contract, you will never have those lines. I repeat. You will never have those lines. If you wait for the lines to like set in and they're deep and shit, and then you come and you're like, how do I get rid of these? You can't, you can get Botox and it's going to make sure that they don't get more deep and they may soften them over time if you keep up with it, but it's better to do it to where you start when you don't have those lines and then you continue with it every three to four months. So that's, that's typically the advice that I give my clients, you know, and then the fall, this is the whole aesthetic series. So we'll talk about each prong separately, but just to be specific to Botox, if you keep up with it, you're going to get the benefits. Are you still going to age? Yes. 
That's the only guarantee in life that we have. We're going to get older, but we don't have to look like we have gone through it by the time we get done. We can look like we've aged gracefully and you can do that in a natural way. Like it's still considered natural. My homeopathic peeps, if y'all want to not do Botox, that's fine. But there's no substitute. There's no other way. Fight me on this. There's no other way to get get rid of wrinkles other than talks. And I challenge you to just try it once because I guarantee you will not go back. So yeah. that'll be one thing you just sort of, you know, put underneath the rug and you don't have to tell anyone about it. You don't. And that's the other point. Like I get a lot of clients that are really, really worried about what their spouses are going to think. Like who's going to know? Is my husband going to know? Boyfriend, girlfriend, Do wife. they even notice you get your hair done? No. No, they don't notice shit. They just no. think like, Oh, you look And you pretty. want them to notice that, but, exactly. but they now. don't. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to Botox, it's the same thing. So I don't know. I think Botox is your lunchtime treatment. And I say that not saying that you have to get it at lunchtime, but you get it and nobody's going to know. You can go right back to work. There is some aftercare rules that you have to follow, but typically you can go right back to work, look exactly like you looked beforehand. But, you know, if you do Dysport in two to four days, or if you do Botox in seven to 10 you're just going to look more refreshed, like you slept for 12 hours before kids, which none of us are familiar with that life anymore, except for my friends that don't have kids. Fuck y'all. We get sleep. But anyways, um, me, <laughs> you, <laughs> fuck you, Sam. Um, but no, actually, I love you. But no, but it, it's it should produce a result where it looks like you slept for 12 hours on a vacation with no interruptions, no stress, just glowy beautiful. And that's all I have to say about that. So is that similar to what you do with your clients or is there anything you want to add to that? No, for sure. You know, um, and I also tell them, you know, you're going to still look just like yourself, just a little refreshed, especially after 2020, this lovely year that we had, like anyone could benefit from it. It was rough. And we're not trying to make you look like anything else. That's the point. Like people think that we're going to make you look like Joan Rivers the first visit that you come see us, especially the husband. So like, I don't want you to make my wife look different. I'm like, first of all, stop. Second of all, I'm not, that's not the goal. The goal is to make you look refreshed, not reconstructed. So husband's Calm. We need to normalize for the men, anyways, because yeah, more guys and more need to guys, get Botox yeah. too. I mean, my boyfriend got his for the first time. Actually, and- no, guys should not get Botox because we need to just keep this a secret so we look oh, better than the true. guys at all times. Y'all but- can deal with the ear hairs and the back hairs and the hairs in places that you know we we have gotten our whole lives, but we know how to take care of it, and y'all can just deal with that shit. We'll just look good. Very true. Yeah, I felt <laughs> good about that. <laughs> All the guy haters are going to flood. Actually, guys, come see me. I'll I'll give you a little bit. So, okay, that's a good point. So, guys, they nowadays. They be treated a little bit differently than they do. us females. So Yeah. So, my, my guy demographic has, or the target market that I deal with, the guys have increased progressively. Slowly, it's, but progressively. It's the wives that are more open about it and then tell yeah. them about it. And then they're like, oh, wow, maybe no. I should try that. They're like, my husband whoever Brandon was like, Oh, so-and-so sent me here. Yeah. Get 
Botox because he looks too serious <laughs> all the time. Can you help him out? Yes, we can help you out with that. So let's talk about that for a second. And then we'll go into the questions that our followers have sent us. And so just before I get into that, so followers, what I'm talking about is on Instagram. So if you're not following me or Sam, please stop what you're doing and do that right now. Go on Instagram. It's at injector underscore Heather. That is where I post on my stories, asking polls and questions that help me to get content for the podcast, which is very appreciated, you guys. And then Sam, what's your Instagram handle? The Beauty Mark RN. The Beauty Mark RN. So follow both. I think we give really good. And I mean, we do some bomb before and afters, but we also uh, like ask and answer questions that are, you know, they're useful. So going back to the guys. I really, I think this is interesting. So I want to hear what your approach is to guys, like as far as is the dosage higher or lower, like how are you doing your assessment? What's the goal? Like just all of that. And I'm just going to listen. I'm going to try not to interrupt you. It's really yeah. hard when you're me. <laughs> so, I mean, I have a little bit of a different approach with men. Obviously they don't want to completely freeze their face. And when I say freeze, you can still freeze and have movement to look natural, not like the overdone Joan Rivers look. Um, but yeah, guys need a higher amount of units just because naturally they have stronger muscles. So that's what we're looking at as a provider. Um, how many units you need to give the desired results you're looking for. But, um, the placement of the toxin is a little bit different too, just because, you know, they're not really coming into us for that eyebrow lift, all that kind of stuff. So I'm just, you know, doing enough for them to soften them up, um, to give a little bit more smooth appearance. But, you know, I still think that they should have plenty of movement right. and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But then I do have, you know, my other clientele who like that nice frozen snatch yeah. look. So I'm like, okay, I'll give you that look. Yeah, my gay best yeah. friends want to have that snatched, like high arched eyebrow. And I'm here for that too. But for the men listening to this show, we're not aiming to, first of all, if you do Botox, you don't grow a vagina. You're still going to be a man. But what we're trying to do is not freeze your face or arch your eyebrow, our goal is to soften the scowl because it's proven, you know, especially if you're in a speaking position or a sales position, which I feel like every position has some kind of sales aspect to it, unless you're just living in a closet, which no hate to that. That's awesome. Introvert shout out extroverted introvert. I know that's confusing. Yeah. You know, I'm like that. <laughs> yeah. It's the extroverted introvert for me, but you know, if you're, if you're out there working, there's a high possibility that you're going to be selling something to somebody. And there is research that backs this, that if you have those harsh 11s in between your brows, you look angry and people are less likely to buy something from you. So if anything, Allow me to help you rocket your career by getting Botox. And there's nothing wrong with it. Like I said, you're still going to keep your penis if you do Botox. The difference is you're just going to soften your angry look. So my goal is the same as yours. Yeah. And I'm glad that you said that because whenever we were trained, they're like, you know, muscles are stronger in guys. So you have to double, triple the dose. And the result that we were getting is that all these guys were walking around with like these 
perfectly shiny frozen, faces. shiny, spocked, yeah. eyebrow-looking faces. And, and that's not the goal. So I keep my dosages pretty similar to guys that I do women. I'm just putting my placement differently. I'm not arching your eyebrows. I'm keeping your eyebrows pretty stable. And I'm just relaxing your forehead because y'all need to re- fucking relax a little bit. Like twenty start sooner because yeah, start at sooner. that point, they're always deep etched with a lot of the guys. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to have that conversation like, hey, I can help you a little bit. But yeah, and you only you should have started like the second you were born because those, sure. things those are lines are deep mm-hmm. as shit. And so, you know. I don't, and it takes 15 minutes. And now guys are like, I don't want to have to maintain this. Maintenance is hard. Y'all get your haircut more than anybody I know. You get your haircut like every two to three weeks. Some people longer reevaluate your hair growth if that if that's the case. But you get your haircut every two to three weeks. You get Botox every three to four months. So just take a moment to reevaluate that and allow me to help you skyrocket your career by... Going to House of Beauty and getting your injections. That was my sales pitch for the day. So, do you have anything? Bro-tox. Get some bro. Get some bro talks. There's also scrow talks. I don't know if you guys know about that. Were um, you asked about that on one of your questions? No, no, no that was the no. filler. That's a whole nother story. Oh God, yeah, no. <laughs> so, I mean, I have to, heard about the scrow talk about before. it. I can't just talk about scrow talks and not talk about scrow talks. Scrow talks makes your balls shiny and smooth. But do people actually, I mean, I know people I don't do know that. Anybody. I don't I don't know. I'm not going to be. I don't know where the desire is Do not is come to that. see me for that. Just <laughs> let me know. Because I'm not about to go balls deep with that shit. Pun intended. That was good. Pun intended. I like it. <laughs> Sam's not going balls deep. I don't plan on it either. But just know there's options out there. You might have to look. <laughs> I should pitch charisma here because she would be all about that. Hashtag. <laughs> call charisma if you need your balls to be smooth and shiny with Botox. All right. So going back from that, let's, let's get back from the rabbit hole. So we asked on our social media platforms, some questions that you guys had about Botox. So I'm going to go through those and answer what I do. Samantha, you can answer if you do anything different and then we'll wrap the show up. Sounds like a plan. Awesome. Okay. Man, I don't ever plan stuff. I feel like productive as shit right now. I'm sure we'll get off track at some point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, for sure. (laughs) ADD. Also a requirement if you're an injectable or injectable injector. Okay. So first question I got is Botox or Xeomin. So just to touch on that, there's four products in the market. There's Botox, there's Xeomin, there's Dysport, and there's Javo. When it comes down to it, They all fucking do the same thing. It's like soft drinks. There's Sprite, there's Coke, there's Dr. Pepper and Pepsi. Pepsi. (laughs) I always say there's Coke or Pepsi, but now there's four. So Dr. Pepper and Sprite. So we'll say Discord and Botox are like Pepsi and Dr. Pepper. So when it comes down to it, you know, I don't know. I don't really, I kind of let my patient guide me because most of the time they're like, well, my friend did blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, well, let's try that. Really the only difference out of all of them, three of them work in seven to 10 days. One of them works in two to four. So if you're not patient, get Discord. If you are patient and you want a good loyalty program, get Botox. And then the other two, I don't really have much to say. Azeomin's great. It's a newer one on the market. Um, but at the end of the day, they all do the same damn thing. It's Advil versus Motrin. Very true. Do you have anything to add on that? No, I just Perfect. like Dysport the best. So. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Shout out to Dysport. My allergy people are going to be like, really? 
Hey, but I love them all. I don't like, discriminate. I'm, no, I mean, you know, they all work on me. I look great. Yeah. So. They all, it's just, it's a matter of it. It kicks in quicker. So I'm all about that <laughs> quick life. Chris Cardini, if you can work on that formulation with Botox, that'd be great. <laughs> He's going to be like, okay. Anyways. So moving on to that 30 seconds of my career being ruined. Um, okay. So another question is how can you tell when your Botox is wearing off? Well, Botox the mechanism is to freeze the muscles or to temporarily cause a decrease in the movement. So you don't have to freeze them, but it's going to decrease the amount of movement. So you can tell that your Botox is wearing off because you're going to start to see that movement back. And I always advise people don't wait until your Botox is completely worn off to come back. It's supposed to work for three to four months. If it's not working that long, chances are you need more. So just know that, but it's supposed to work every three to four months and you should make it to where you do your appointments when you're first starting to see that movement come back, maybe mid, I don't know, what would you say? Like 30, 40% back? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I was going to ask you too, because I hear this a lot with my clients is that and some say that it lasts up to six months, even longer Bullshit. Or, or vice versa. Oh, it's only lasting two months. So then I have to have that conversation right. with them. It's called expectations. Managing expectations is hard uh, because, you know, we're all practicing medicine. It's not black and white, but I'm sorry. It's indicated for three to four months. I feel like if it's lasting six months, you're the person that you let it get to where you're getting full movement back possibly, or you're an outlier unicorn. And, you know, I'm jealous because I've never had that experience before. But then you get the client that comes from another provider and it doesn't last the six months. I just got nauseous. Yeah. So, so then I'm like, oh, wow, they're God. Go back to see them. Yeah. That's the thing. If you found an injector that has the holy water of Botox. Why can, did you even come to me in the first why place? Why would you come to me? Go back to them. There's a reason why you're coming to me. And all I can say is what I do works for most people. I'm not perfect. Yeah. Um, I have those clients where I'm like, man, we've tried everything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and we're not getting the best results possible because again, we're human. We're in, we are human. And it's a medication. <laughs> you know, you have to think of it like when you go to see your doctor, they don't get the dosage right the first time. They have to titrate your medication, Amen. all that kind of stuff. So my biggest takeaway from this is find a provider that you get along with, um, yeah. that you can communicate with because it's all about that um, trusting relationship. So, Checking, yes. So, yeah, if you that found that injector that can make that them. Botox last six months, then please stay with them. Yeah, we don't like you to juggle your providers, and we definitely don't like you to go to Botox parties either. So. Yeah. No, that's just another thing to take away. Okay, next question. Nasal talks. Tell me more about the, the nose flip. So here's what I have to say. Sometimes when you smile, the nose points down. If the nose points down when you smile, you can put Botox into a certain muscle that causes the nose to stay at a stable state with smiling. It's not going to raise your tip up. It is not surgical by all means. Expectations wise, what we were just talking about. It's going to be very minimal. It's very minimal and like, short lived. Very it's really short -lived. not going to last as long as upper face talks. Right. You know, it's great if you have a really severe pull down of the nose, but most people don't have that. So, you know, the biggest, biggest thing that I want to say about that is it's not going to lift your tip like surgery would, 
So just know that. But yes, you can you can put talks in the nose. You can also put it in the little bunny lines up top, which I do like to do. Uh, but so there's that. Uh, next question is when should you start Botox? I'll let you take the reins on that one so I can get a drink of my seltzer. For sure. <laughs> so Thanks. starting Botox, honestly, um, start whenever you feel comfortable. That's the first and most important part of this is, you know, doing it for yourself. Um, but it is better to start sooner than later, just because more often than not, I have someone sitting in my chair and they have those deep etched lines and I have to have that conversation as to, you know, I might not be able to get rid of your lines. And yeah. then they're coming back stating that the Botox didn't work, this, that, and the other. I'm like, we'll make that angry face. They can't make it. Um, they, the Botox did indeed work. It's just they are going to need to work a little bit longer and harder on their Botox treatments to soften up the lines. No, this is a good point. If you have lines that are that are static, and whenever Samantha says static, that means that you can see those lines when you're not making that expression. So if you have that, Botox is not the magic eraser. I wish it was. I wish the fuck it was. It would make my job so much easier. Botox works in the underlying areas. So it will help with preventing those lines from getting deeper. But if you have those lines already, it's going to take time. If you keep up with it every three to four months, you wear your sunscreen, stop tanning, then you're going to see it start to soften depending on what stage or grade those static lines are. So there's that. I would say the same thing that you said, the best time to start is to consider your genetics, your lifestyle, your skin tone. Um, you know, if you're tanning every day, if you're starting to see those lines and you're 26, by all means, yeah. start your Botox. Upper twenties, definitely thirties. Yeah, for but sure. Look at your parents. Look at your, yes. No, honestly, I'm That's like, true. if you want to know where you're going or what you're going to possibly look like, look at your parents and yeah. that's what it's going to be. So it's better to start sooner than later. And then, you know, then tell your Just, mom about I'm gonna me. Incorpor so. I'll incorporate one question into this next thing because I think that it's going to answer it quickly. Do Botox when you can keep up with it every three to four months. The average price to start is between $350 to $650. So when you can commit to investing in your face that amount of money, which you should be able to because it's your face, then then start. So that's what I have to say about that. Can you do it while you're pregnant, Samantha? Unfortunately, no. These damn kids, they ruin the everything. The reason behind that is who is going to test on a pregnant person. So yeah, there's no, there's, there's no, no study. Yeah. There's no study that's going to show the safety of getting Botox while pregnant because for obvious reasons, they're not going to be like, Oh yeah, this baby. Definitely yeah. has some bad things happening implicated implicated by Botox. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, you can't do Botox while you're pregnant. But I get this question asked a lot. What if I'm trying to get pregnant? My my thing, my outlook for this is do your whole life until you are proven pregnant. Live your whole, unless you're doing crack and, and meth, obviously you should probably stop that now, but do your whole life like you're living a normal life until you see those two lines on the pregnancy test. So next question would be, can you do it while you're breastfeeding? Breastfeeding. No. I was hoping you were going to simultaneously. Uh, no. no. <laughs> Sorry, but I Thanks. cannot wait to see the second that baby's off your tip. So yeah. So yeah, I'll be that's here, the thing. again, it's the, it's the same thing. Cause I'll get, well, is it really not safe? We Can I pump know. and dump the, all those no, kind of things? I'm like, yeah, like that sounds great and all, but I don't want to 
be that first person for you to have some kind of issue. Right. Okay. I'm going to combine these next two questions. So it's, can it be done on men and what age should a man start using Botox until getting a facelift? Y'all, I love questions like this. Okay. First of all. First off, who wants the facelift? Is it the girl or the guy? No, I think it's the guy. I think it's the guy. Okay. So, which, you know, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I respect that. So we already answered guys can obviously get Botox. For me, I'm going to say you start Botox whenever you start Botox. We already addressed that and you keep up with it. As far as until you get a facelift, I'm just, I hope I don't break your little manly heart, but Botox is not any kind of band-aid towards a facelift. There is a whole ass treatment plan that you should be doing to help to minimize the effects of aging until you're comfortable with getting a surgical approach. And that is different for everybody, but please don't expect Botox to be the thing that's going to help you prevent your facelift. It's just not. Sorry. Sorry, guys. So um, next thing is, can I get it in my chin? Can I? Oh, I just want to see your reaction to this. Oh God. Can I get it in my double chin to help tighten it? No. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. Um. Well, yeah, let's see what the underlying problem is. If That's there's fair. a little bit of like laxity related to your plasmal bands, then yes. But if it's double chin related, no, that would be Kybella. Yeah. Kybella is going to dissolve the fat. Um, and then we're going to look at how much fat there is. Cause sometimes it's almost cheaper just to get the neck lift for sure. You know, shout out Dr. Rahani. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, anyways. Okay. This I'm going to answer real quick. Do you have Saturday appointments? No, I don't. Do you work on the weekends? If I'm feeling nice. That's cool. Yeah. I, you know, for me, it's all work-life balance. And so I've, I've just, I'm 35 years old. I'm going to take my weekends. So I feel like if you can, if you can take off work to go see your doctor or your dentist, you can take off work to go see me. Cause I can't tell you how many times I've had people, I can, I can give you doctor's note girl or guy. So there's that. Um, I'm 20. When should I get Botox? Not for a while. Enjoy your collagen. Fuck off. Uh, what's a good beginner Botox to get? So for me, it's Botox is not like a thing that you get on training wheels. There's no beginner Botox. Uh, you just do Botox and we start off with, yeah, there's no generic or anything. I've had that been asked too. I'm like, no, there's just different, um, brands. So yeah, there's different brands. I want to go back. I don't want to tell all the 20 year olds to fuck off. Don't fuck off. Come see me for hydrofacials, but just enjoy your collagen while you have it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so going back to the beginner Botox, there's a, there's a big misconception that if you start Botox young, that you'll end up doing less and less the older you get. I just want to say that that is false. Yes. We start off with a light amount preferably depending on your situation, the older you get, it's more likely that you're going to do more because you're going to find more areas that you want to Botox. Not that those areas aren't going to need less. They probably will because over time those muscles do thin out and atrophy, just like if you didn't go to the gym, but we call this an acute eye. Once you treat some areas, you're going to be like, okay, now I want to treat my crow's feet or now I want to treat whatever. So mm-hmm. I just want to put that out there because people have that expectation. Like if I start now, I'm going to do less and less. No girl. This is an investment in your face or guys. Sorry, guys. This is an investment in your face. And like I said, if you know, if you have one face, it's not vain to take care of it. Okay. Okay. Preach over. Do you have anything to add to that? I was just going to branch out about the different areas and all of that. Yeah. Because, go for it. You know, the more areas you treat is 
higher the price. Okay. Um, you're just gonna have to expect a higher price point with that. I get too many questions of, you know, what can I do with 20 units of Botox with four or five different areas? And I'm just like, no. I can't do it. No, I'd rather just treat one area to give you the maximal results, the results that make you happy and then go from there. So pick the areas of your main concern. And if it's a budget issue, stick with those areas, oh, but yeah. you know, adding more areas, it just, unfortunately it gets higher Can in price. Stop Grouponing your face. <laughs> also just, I just thought of that. Sorry to interject. No. I think this is an important PSA announcement. Can y'all stop and then stay away from the TikTok with Ugh, all the DIY and the hyaluron pen, y'all don't don't, get me don't even get me started. Don't get me started. No, don't. So um, you can buy it on Amazon. So what does yeah. that tell you? And you don't know where the product comes from. Come on, y'all. So yeah, go ahead. And just... if you find Botox for less than eight dollars unit, eight or nine, I'm sorry, that's ridiculous too. But hey, that stuff's probably counterfeit. You're, you're paying saying. for the skill, not the mill, right? You're paying for the skill, not the mill. So if you want to go to Walmart and get a blue light special on your face, please, by all means, do it. And if or yeah, you, you weren't paying Marcus for and get a high quality, you know, treatment that's going to last longer, it's not going to need to be corrected. If there is a correction, we're going to take care of you or you can go to fucking Walmart. It's your, it's your choice. But yeah, it's your choice. If you don't want to pay for our skill, we can just hand you the syringe. You can have at it. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, don't you, do that. You get my point though. But I do. Yeah. No. <laughs> point taken but don't do that okay so how soon after delivering the baby can you get botox i think i've gotten this question so many times that i've just developed a new business called post baby botox delivery service as long as you're not planning on breastfeeding i will meet you in the hospital girl a little extra like yeah, i'll be there at your i got you <laughs> as soon as as soon as you deliver your baby i'm right there so um yeah you, as long as you're not planning to botox or breastfeed you can you can get your Botox literally anytime after you deliver your baby, as long as you get acceptance from your OB-GYN. Uh, when can you work out after getting Botox? I tell my clients to wait 24 hours. Same, 24 hours. Enough of that. Uh, does it really move around after a while or does it dissolve? I know, right? Yeah. I mean, I got, I had move around. Action. Like I tell my clients not to massage their face or do any kind of like exfoliation, clarisonic afterwards because... Um, it takes a little bit for that toxin to settle into the muscle. So that's the only way I, you could potentially move it around, but it's going to stay in that muscle. It's not really going anywhere. Um, I think that this next question was a personal attack. Oh gosh. <laughs> I saw a young injector. Yeah. I'm still calling myself young 35. I saw a young injector get 90 units in her crow's feet, forehead, and in between the brows. Is this normal? First of all, okay, personal attack triggered. Yes, I do a lot of units in my face. Well, maybe that was disport. <laughs> it was we're, I mean, we're going to go with that. They yeah. probably didn't have their facts straight and disport is dosed a little bit differently, but that's a whole nother thing. It could thing. be. Yeah. But so the person that wrote this, I do know her and I, oh. love, I love her. So um, I do disport and I do the whole 300 unit vial in my face. Is but you're that, also doing all those areas. I'm doing every area. So I know what areas I want to treat. I know my goals. But the bottom line is when you're new to injectables, I'm going to start you out very conservatively because I want you to get comfortable with our relationship first. It's kind of like dating. I want you to get comfortable with me. Trust me. Just like starting a work, new medication. Yeah. Then we work towards a long-term commitment where I'm going to see you 
every three to four months for your Botox, every year for your filler. And I'm going to make you feel like the best version of yourself, no matter how old you are or young you are or what level you are. Yeah. You know, so there's that. Um, another question we're almost done is, is it an active bacteria or has it been attenuated? And I just want to respond to that by saying this is not a vaccine. This is Botox. Not the flu it's vaccine. It's not live. Um, there is no bacteria in there. It is a inactivated protein and all it does is affect the muscle transmitter. It just causes a block in that transmitter. So it reduces the contraction of the muscle, which then causes you to not have wrinkles. I mean, that's really bottom line. We can get into that further, but I think that's probably not anything you guys want me to dork out about on sex, love and injectables. So that's that. Um, besides the forehead, what are other, what air? Okay. This is a good question. So besides the forehead, what other areas do you like to treat? Um, like as far as upper face anywhere, the whole um, face, I like to treat, you know, masseters that's for, you know, jawline slimming. Again, I sort of have that conversation with my clients though. Um, not to go overboard with that just because as you get older, You'll get the whole bone loss and all that kind of stuff. But I like to do it for a lot of off-label uses, which is grinding of your teeth. I have a lot of clients that have issues with that. Um, I've actually treated a dentist um, for that before. And then lower face Botox, you know, mentalis, DAOs, um, lip flip, all that kind of stuff. Just because for everybody that doesn't know that language, <laughs> what she's saying. The masseters are your chewing muscles. So if you grind your teeth, we treat that. The mentalis is your chin. The DAOs is the downward frowning lines. Your nasalis is your bunny lines. And I way over treated my mouth. It's going to go away in like four months, but I lip flip. So that's why we start very low in that just because, you know, we don't want you having yeah. any issues sucking through a straw or anything like that and stuff so, saying certain words. Yeah. So, but that can help you give, you know, a little bit upward turn to your lip when you're smiling. It's not a replacement for filler though. No. So just I, know that it's a good combination treatment. Yeah. Not a standalone. Yeah. I mean, treatment. ultimately the answer to this question is come see us for a consultation because everybody's so different that you might have areas that would bet you'd benefit from Botox with that we can show you and you may not like I don't like the people that just come in and say hey I want to slim my jawline with Botox because sometimes again I'm I am an injector I am not Jesus I can make some miracles happen others not so the last question I got is will it fix the crepping under the eyes so from my perspective it really again depends on what kind of under eyes we're dealing with you can use Botox to correct some crepiness that's related to the scrunching of the muscles, but if it's related to a lack of volume or more elasticity, then you're going to need other treatments, whether it's surgical or non-surgical. I agree. Did we do it? We did it. Did we? Did we you did have it. any other questions? Um, I mean, you got most of them. Um, I had someone ask about tipping on cosmetic procedures. That's a good one. So. Okay, I always, what would you say on yeah, that one? So I, this is my joke. It's a very gray area. It's such a gray area. Like I've had some med spas that are like, no, it's medical treatment. This is completely unprofessional. First of all, it's 2020. I grew up poor as shit. If you offer me a tip, I'm not saying no. Yeah. I'm not going to say 
we require tips. I'm not going to put a sign out like other places that say, if you're wondering what to tip, here's what you should tip. What I say is there is an option to tip. Tipping does not affect your treatment. I'm not going to remember whether you did or not and put that into consideration on whether I should fuck up your face or not. Like everybody gets the same level of treatment and that's always going to be the best aesthetic treatment, most up-to-date care that you can get that I can give you. But if you choose not to, that's fine. Again, if you choose not to, that's fine. If you choose to, then I'm not going to say no. I, I feel like it's the same as like house cleaners and like, I don't know. You're like, I don't know if I should tip these people. Look, if you feel like your I'm still service, treat you the same way. Yeah. If your don't service you was phenomenal and you're like, I want to give you a tip. I'm not going to be like, no, keep your money. I'm going to be like, hell yeah. Thank you. I'm going to take that and have Starbucks, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm Actually, you know, the best tip is a great review. So give me that. Yeah. Please. Send me your friends, but also, referrals, all that. That is the best. But also if you decide to tip me, I'll take it too. Just, yeah. But also <clears throat> send me your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so all yeah, of the above. All of the above. Answer choice E. So anyway, thank you so much, Sam, for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We have so many things that we're going to do that we can't she, even talk about it. Yeah. So stay tuned. But she just bought my tuned. podcast, Cherry. I feel Ooh, a little bit better now. So sexual, you know, yeah, sex I've been waiting. and injectables. I've been, fuck, I've been waiting to talk about something related to sex here. So thank you for allowing me to pop your podcast, Cherry. I really, really appreciate it. I look thank forward so to having you on the show again. If you guys will please do me the favor. It takes two seconds to go onto iTunes or Spotify. Leave me a review. Subscribe to the show. We have so many exciting things coming on that you don't want to miss them. We have sponsorships coming that I can't even talk about right now, but it's going to be a big deal. You're going to get promotions that you can't get anywhere else. So make sure you stay tuned. Um, But yeah, subscribe and leave a review. Leave me some love. Give me some like motivation to keep this thing going because I really do love it. And I I don't know next show. I think we're going to talk about fillers, but it might change because it's the shit show, aka sex, love and injectable. So I really appreciate you guys listening and I can't wait to talk to you guys again on the next show. Thank you. Bye.